Thank you for subscribing to KCWG The Truth Extra, our premium content channel. We have copies of our shows plus exclusive content from our hosts and their guests. Also, as a subscriber, you'll be invited to participate in giveaways and events. Thank you for supporting and listening to KCWGTheTruth.com, the best internet radio on the planet. Be back. Real love, real talk, uncut. DJ Rome, what's up, baby? T Russ, what it do, man? Hey, man, we got a special guest on, uh, my okay. friend, and uh, I'm gonna allow him to uh, pronounce his name. I'm really glad he's on. Um, I think he's a special, special man, along with his friend Jonathan. Um, so I want to introduce you to to uh, in the English version, Mr. Ron uh, Hare. Um, but, but, uh, you know, uh, he's a baller friend, man. And we, we, we talk about a lot of things. We, we go over a lot of things and I haven't seen him in a while. Uh, are you there, my brother? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I can hear you. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good, sir. How you doing, my family? I'm doing cool, man. We doing real good. Yes, sir. Pleasure to meet you, good brother. Right. Hey, uh, oh, man. Pleasure to meet you. And uh, we, we were, you probably listened to the show earlier, and uh, I talked about some things. And uh, uh, t- tell, the, tell the world, man, how, how we met and the kind of things that, uh, that we were, that where our thought was at the time um, where we were going through this transition of life. What, what do you think? Yeah, well, uh, pretty funny how me and, well, not funny, but me and you met, um, I think it, it was a good time when we met. Uh, we was going through some things. So we met at the 24-hour fitness gym. Yes. And, uh, you know, we was always, I would always be there working out. I had worked there for a time. And then, uh, you know, he, uh, Brother T uh, was coming there with his sons. And, you know, uh, we just, we, we we spoke, we spoke up a conversation one day on the basketball court. And from there, it was, it was all love. You know what I'm saying? It was all love. And we just began to talk about issues of life and, our individual struggles with our, you know, our women and everything that we were going through. And uh, me and this brother got a, we built up a great relationship. Uh, it's about, you know, we respect, we honor each other, and, you know, it's all about love. That's and right. I think, you know, ever, ever since then, I respected this brother ever since I talked to him because he ain't showed me nothing but the truth as far as, you know, on, on, on wisdom and how to go through this life as a young man myself. And uh, I respect this brother Thomas a lot, man. We, we, we got some uh, really positive vibes with each other. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, me and DJ Rome, we were talking uh, off the radio and talking about, is there a war? And uh, the the topic here is the Hebrew Israelites, the, the thought, the mentality, and uh, talk about a little bit about your journey and how you came to your understanding about uh, this philosophy, uh, religion, um, attitude, thought, mentality. Uh, give us a little bit. Yeah, no, no problem. Uh, first of all, you know, I want to give all praise and glory and honor to the highest power in existence. You know, I call him the Most High. You know, we call him God, the Almighty, the Father, the Heavenly Father, the Creator of heaven and earth. Of all things, we come come from him. 
Um, I want to give all praise and glory. You're listening to exciting premium content on KCWGTheTruth.com. Have a phone and pick it up and contact with my brothers from near and far. And uh, like once again, my name is Shafar Banya Hawadai in Hebrew. That means the trumpet, uh, son of Judah. And uh, basically, I grew up. um, Oh, okay. Yeah. Basically, I grew up uh, Christian. I, I came out the womb. In Christianity, you know, from birth, I've been going to church. You know, I've been going to Sunday school and going to church and different things. And, uh, you know, there's been, growing up, I've had a lot of questions that I have not gotten answered doing due to the Christian church. You know, I've gotten things like, well, God's ways higher than your ways. His thoughts is higher than your thoughts. Some things you're just not going to get. You're just not going to know. And I was like, hmm, well, then why did he put it right here in the book? Like, it's got to be an answer. Something is not, it's not, there's a missing link here. And uh, with about four to five years ago, I came across the information of, or the question was, what is my national, what is your nationality as a, as a Negro black man in America? Okay. What, what is your nationality? You know, uh, all the families of the earth, they have nationality. As we know, Japanese, Chinese, they hold their, their pedigree. <laughs> And their ancestors very, very strong and dear to them. They even have relics and samurai swords and different things that they pass down, Chinese customs and, and Japanese customs, and even Africans. You know, they know their pedigrees, where they come from, what their culture is, what their language is, how they dress, everything. But us as Negroes, we don't have that. We don't know anything. Okay. And so all, right. all we know is slave ships. Okay. So from that, it sparked my interest. And then I began to do research. On, uh, you know, I've seen a few brothers on YouTube and I was introduced to, you know, what a Hebrew Israelite is and the 12 tribes of Israel, which the church rarely talks about the 12 tribes of Jacob or Israel. That's right. And uh, when I begin to do research on that and find out who are these 12 tribes of Israel, who are the Jews that the, that Christ and everybody in the Bible is talking about, I come to find out that the Negroes that have been scattered from the four corners of the earth predominantly, we know a lot of us are in America, but um, they are that their original Israelites, Hebrew Israelites, 12 tribes of Israel, from all the way from Reuben down to Joseph, and, uh, or Benjamin, excuse me, Benjamin is the last one, so, and uh, that's it's been an enlightening understanding to know my nationality, my culture, have a language, and have some direction in life. Um, I think as a young brother, we all need direction and know where we're going. So in order to know where you're going, you have to know where you've been. You Absolutely. have to know where you're at in order to go forward, right? Okay. So right. I finally got a start, a start. I, I went back and found the start of our history of culture and identity. And now from there... I have the confidence, as a black man should, to now rise up and say, this is who I am. You cannot take this from me. You might be able to shoot me, hands up, don't shoot, all that's going on. You might be able to shoot me, take my life, you can put me in jail, whatever you, but this is who I am. You cannot take my blood, my blood birthright from me. You cannot take that from me. We are kings, and they, nobody can take that from us. So, mm. you know, that's, that's my journey, you know, on into this, into this understanding and really become empowerment. All right, DJ Rohn. Hey, good brother. So I was raised Christian well, and so when did you know that you weren't filled with that uh, perspective alone? What At what point did you turn on this curiosity that eventually led you into embarking upon this awareness? That you- oh, great question, great question. Well, 
what happened was, you know, growing up, I've always had, you know, I've been to Sunday school, and they taught me certain things, like, okay, for example, Noah and the Ark. It said Noah, you know, they have the stories and the, the plays and the books. Noah had two, he took two of every animal into the Ark, you know, and then it flooded, came, and God closed the Ark, and then blah, blah, blah. So, you know, that's one example. And then I read it. I, one day I said, you know what? The Spirit told me, read from Genesis to Revelations yourself. Get into that. Read. Go back and read the beginning and read it for yourself. Don't let the pastor read it for you. So I read it and come to find out Noah took in seven clean animals and two of every unclean animal. So that sparked up. I'm like, wait a minute. How about how why in church they didn't tell me it was seven unclean and two unclean? What is this clean and unclean? You know, um, it was questions like that, and it, that sparked, well, you know, wait a minute. And then I'm start reading. and said, God has a chosen people. I thought we were all equal and created, you know, Deuteronomy 7 and 6. is we are cho- is he, he has a separate people that he saved unto himself. And it's just que- questions like that. And then, But here in America, they say we're all equal. And then, or excuse me, in church, they say, you know, everybody's equal. So it's questions like that that spark my interest. I'm like, wait a minute. I have been lied to. Even the white Jesus. I've been put up, you know, I've been given a white, blonde hair, blue-eyed Jesus. And in my Bible, he got woolly hair and dark skin. He'll be more blacker than, you know what I'm saying? He's more, more of a brother than i ever seen. And um, so it, 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 those questions, be it, those things have had me in uh to think of Christianity as it has been a lie. It has been that 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 lie that has been on me. It's been like a deep sleep. So finally when I've been to begin to read for myself and not let the pastor read for me or the Sunday school teacher or the youth pastor read for me, then I begin to open my eyes and have more questions. And when I brought these questions to these pastors, they had no answers. Okay. Wow. And I and I wanted to I wanted to throw something at you. Um, okay, I can't. I can't hear you, Ron. Can't. Um, but when when you do when you do what you're doing, and that is finding truth in, in any life situation, especially where you finding truth. One thing that is challenging is family. How has your father dealt with this? How has your mother? What do they think about this? <laughs> that was my question. Oh, that, that is a that is a great question. Let me tell you. Uh, I'll tell you right now, my family, most of my family is against me. Um, they definitely are against me. My father is 100% against my, my belief as far as my faith in the, in the, in the, in the Bible and the scriptures. Uh, he is totally against it. My mom, she was very much against it. She's understanding now. It's a process. She's asking a lot more questions now. Before, she was like, you're crazy. I don't want to hear it. Just let's. You know, you're my son. I love you. No matter, you know, a mother's love, it don't matter. So, but my father, we we had so much beef, so much battles uh, verbally. It almost went physically. You know, where you know, I'm we ready to go there. You know what I mean? Because it's all you know, some disrespectful marks been. So it's definitely been a uphill, not only uphill but a uphill rocky battle, sharp rocky by <laughs> rocky battle, dealing with my family coming into this understanding. You know, especially my aunties, my uncles, even my cousins. You know, it's been a very, it's been a big separation from my family. I don't show up at the at the events, at the Thanksgiving, at the Christmas, uh, the New Year's events, Super Bowls, and all. I don't show up. Birthday parties, they're like, where where is little Ronnie? Because I'm a junior. You know, where is little Ronnie at? I'm like, I'm a different man. I'm Shafar Banyaha would die. You better respect that, or you can get back. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's one, you know, and it it, it is. It's it's. 
once again, I told you earlier, I've gotten I've gotten a lot of strength. I've gotten a lot of strength, a lot of endurance, a lot of power, and uh, it's very hard to see to separate from my family. I love my family, my dad, and it, it's, it's it's me and him. We just had a uh, we just kind of made peace with each other the other day, which was a blessing. But um, right. yeah, it, it's been it's been very hard with my family. But you know, that's what the uh, the the. the uh, the Messiah said that I come to separate mother from father. You know what I'm saying? Uh, daughter from mother, uh, father from son, stepdaughter from step. So that's what I, I, I'm okay with that because that's what he came to do. He said, I did not come to bring peace. I came to separate Matthew 10 and 34 with a double-edged sword. So it's definitely going to be a great separation. He come to separate the sheep from the goats. So with that being understanding, I had to understand that this is, the plan of the Heavenly Father, the Most High, and His Son, the Messiah, is to separate us from our family members. Oh, that's and I had to, I, I had to, I, yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, finish your thought. I was just going to say, I, I had to be a man and buck up, you know what I'm saying? I had to be a man, I had to, I grew my beard out, I got a beard now, you know what I'm saying? I had to be a man and really, really be strong. Yeah, it's tough, but I had to, you know, you, you, a man, it's a time where you, you're, you're a boy and then you got to graduate and be that man. I know that's right. And you, when you came into your own, I'm, I'm sure they saw that difference, and they were like, <laughs> what happened to uh, Ronnie, like you said? And you like, well, call me by my name. You know, I'm not Ron anymore. And coming into your own, you experienced some of that similar strife that I did, if, if you know, for the lack of a better term, because I came into an enlightenment over and beyond the Christian church when I got into college, and then that exposed me to different ideas. And so I, too, experienced a time when – going to the traditional yearly um, anniversary, well, not the anniversaries, but the, the holidays, the Christmas holidays, there was a time when I felt a certain kind of way about fellowshipping with the family during that time. And so that created its own internal strife, if you will. I'm going back to that word. word. But when you think about that and thinking about how you've had to overcome that, that's a bit of a, um, that's a little bit of warfare within the family. We were talking a little bit about how we're at war You're right listening now. listening to exciting premium content on KCWGTheTruth.com. What's your view about where we are as a people, where the Hebrew Israelites are as a culture, as an ideology, as a philosophy? What's your take on that? Are we at war? Oh, yes, I definitely believe we are at war. Um, I, not only we we at war more than ever now because I believe it's um, with the knowledge of increasing. Day by day, more information is being brought out, especially with um, with these mobile devices that we have. Thank you. Information is uh, is instant now. You know, with that instant information, that goes both ways. You know, what I'm saying somebody could put out instant truth, or somebody could put out instant lies, and um, it it definitely is a war. The the, the lies are being amplified right now. And um, give me an example. It, it give me an example of a lie. A couple of examples about the lies. Okay, well, let me let me see. Like for example, in in the Hebrew life or faith, you have you know it, it has become when you read the when you read the scripture, there is no denominations. For example, there is no camps, there is no groups. Even in the New Testament, there is no groups. There's the Church of Asia, the Church of there's different churches which were set up in different areas, but they were all supposed to be on the same doctrine. Right now, you got Hebrew Israelite camps that are all over, and they're all teaching different things. You got one camp, you know, that's named GMS, and they they teach that you can it's okay to rape women. 
that we're going to be taking women and raping them in the kingdom. We're going to just take take the, take it from them. You know what I'm saying? Take their their virginity. And uh, you know, there's groups like there's in this brother. GMS stands for Great Millstone. Okay. You know, there's a camp that that believes that's that's a camp that believes that. And um, you know, I came up in a camp named GOCC, which is the uh, what's it? Gathering of Christ Church. I forgot. It's been so long. Gather of Christ Church, and you know they they have they they have different beliefs as far as we can all, all mingle together with all the families of the race, all races of families of the earth. That uh, interracial marriage, and they believe that you know we're all the same people. We can just we're different people, but we can merge. You know, marriage wise and different things. You know, and reading the scriptures, I found you know I, I definitely believe that that is wrong. So. There's Tell me why. Tell me why you war. think that's wrong. Tell me why you think that's wrong. Okay, well, I think that's wrong because in the scriptures, Most High told us definitely. He said, "Stay with your own race of people." He said, "I, I made a specific race of people, even you know, and we're supposed to stick with our own people." We can see that all throughout the scriptures, uh, Deuteronomy thirty-eight and uh, thirty-two and eight. It says that we're supposed to um, separate ourselves from among. He separated us from amongst the families of the earth from Adam. We are chosen people. And uh, when you do that, see, you got to understand something. The life is, is in the blood. The scripture says that the life is in the blood. So when you mix, when you mix two spirits, two spiritually different, like, for example, Cain and Abel. Cain, Cain is a different, a different man than Abel. And uh, when you go also before that, it talks about that the serpent will make war with the woman and the remnant of her seed. The seed of the serpent shall make war with the remnant of the serpent. I mean, excuse me, make war with the woman's seed, the remnant of the woman's seed. And we know that their seed means sperm. And when you go into the Hebrew, it's sperm. So it's going to be a separation when we're talking about sperm and seed. And the spirits, your spirit comes from that, that sperm or that DNA. So whatever sperm of sperm you come from, that that is part of your spirit. You know, for example, like Jacob and Esau, it said that the descendants of Esau shall be destroyed. And we are Jacob. And it says, I will save the remnant of Jacob, the seed of Jacob and then the seed of, 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 of Esau. So with this being said, we know that Esau has a certain tendencies and is spiritually transferred through his generations, through his children, to be, a, to be killers or to be destroyers. Jacob, we are love and peace we we are lovable people we are peaceable people and that spirit deep down inside everybody has that spirit which comes from where people may say the Y haplo group or the sperm of your father that determines your race your forefathers back or going all, all the way back through the pedigrees of your forefathers that's how we determine what race we are according to numbers chapter 1 verse 18 so, so, you, so um, you believe Esau is the red man which is not the red man but the red-haired man, which is the line of Caucasians. Am I right? Yeah, correct, correct. Yeah, so, I believe Esau. Okay. Right. And so Go ahead. you also believe that uh, because <clears throat> because they were not chosen, they cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. Am I right? No. It's oh, because okay. of... Okay. It's because, it's because of what they did. For example, when you go to Hosea chapter 1, verse 10, I'm going to get there real quick. Oh, excuse me, Obadiah 1 and 10. I'm sorry. Obadiah has one chapter. It's Obadiah versus, uh, versus 10. Let me get there real quick. While are you looking for it? Can you quickly, if I don't distract you too much, to be chosen, what does that mean? 
to be chosen, to be set apart, to be picked. For example, set apart. Um, I mean, let me let me let me give you a, a deeper description of that. For example, okay, we ought to remember we are also made in the image of the Most High, the Creator. He made us in His image, you know. Um, and we have what? We have a favorite color. We have a favorite shoe. We got a favorite car. We choose a favorite. You might like a Lamborghini. That might be your favorite cars out of all the cars on the earth. You may like a Maserati. Your favorite color may be blue. Your favorite color may be purple out of all the colors. So you yourself have chosen a particular color, a particular car out of all the different kinds that are out there. So you had the power to have pick one and have a favorite over all the other ones. That's you. Now, with that right. same, us being having that choice and ability, we're creating his image, the most high, is the same way. He has the power and the authority, and he's the one that created the ability to have choice. He's the one that chooses. So, yes, just like we have the cho the power to choose and have favorite things and put something above another thing, he did the same thing, and he does it with people. Not only colors, and then he does it with people as well. Well, let me throw this at you. Let me challenge you a little bit. So isn't the white man, isn't he a man? Isn't he the image? Isn't he one of the images of God? Or is he not the image of God? Did not God make him also? Yes, the Most High made him, but he also, you got to understand, the Most High makes he makes vessels out of one lump of clay. He made a vessel of dishonor, and he made a vessel of honor. When we go to Romans chapter 9. So the Most High, yes, he made evil spirits to torment, and he made nice good spirits to help people out. So he, all, he, he creates good and evil. I'm not saying, but Esau was created specifically for evil. He was not created for anything else but to destroy. He was created. Esau was like the belt that was given to, he was the belt for Israel. Israel messed up, and the Most High said, I got something for you. I created this this beast Esau, and he's going when when y'all mess up, I'm gonna have him take over everything and take you down. And that's exactly what he was, what he did. He was the belt to whoop to to whoop Israel. So you saying that the white Caucasian race is that belt? Is that what you're saying? Yes, the white Caucasian race, not a, not only them, but a lot of Africans, which we know to be Hamites, uh, Japhites, all the all these nations or races or families of the earth have had a hand in the destruction of Israel, the destruction of the descendants of Jacob, and they all have, have been confederate against us. And then nobody is saying, let's restore, you know why? This is how you know, because nobody is saying, let's restore these people back to their original state, to where they was ruling. Nobody's saying that. You have nobody saying, let's get these people back up to the position they were. Everybody's still like, well, there's some raggedy Negroes, let's keep on using them. Let's keep on. We'll give them some EBT and some, you know, we'll give them some EBT. Hopefully they'll be all, they'll shut up now. You know, we'll give them, we'll give them a few things. Okay. But I'm still waiting for my 40 acres and a mule. I'm still waiting for my reparations that you gave the Native American Indians and you give the Jewish, you give them, rep, man, they get money all day for the for the so-called Holocaust. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But And so it, it, it's, it's, it's an injustice that has been put upon, upon the Negro. And like I said, not African because... Hamites or Africans come over, a lot of Africans come over here all the time, and they don't have no problems. You know, they'd be the first one to call us, you, you, you nigga, you nigga, you know. So right. I, uh, I'm not, when we were sold into slavery, it didn't say to be sold Africans. It said to be sold Negroes or Hebos or Hebrews. So okay. uh, not just not just the white, the so-called European white, Edomite, Roman, Macedonian race. But I'm also talking about other families of the earth as well. So let me let me throw another curveball. Let me throw a real good curveball. Right. One word. Who is repentance for? 
Is repentance for the nation of Israel. So repentance is not for the white man. The white man can't come and say, you know what? I know my people has did this. I know my people has did that. But I believe in this God of the Most High. I believe in Elohim, El Shaddai. I believe in this God. And I know that my people, that bloodline, has did some terrible, terrible things based on Deuteronomy 28. Am I right or wrong? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So based so based on Deuteronomy twenty eight, what is your thought on repentance? So you're saying everybody is it can't repent? Is that what you're okay. saying? Okay. To exciting that, uh, that's a good question. Um, I'm going to go to Acts chapter 5, verse 29. Um, two verse, three verses real quick. This is okay. Acts chapter 5, verse 29. It says, Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, We ought to obey God or the Most High rather than men. Verse 30. Then the Most High, excuse me, the God of our fathers raised up says Jesus, whom ye slew and hanged on a tree. Him hath God exalted with his right hand to be a prince and a savior for the to for to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. So this is just one place of the scriptures where we see that repentance is only given to Israel. It was not given to any other nation. And I also have a verse about in Hebrews where it talks about how Esau, there was no repentance given to Esau. It's Hebrews chapter 12, verse 16. Okay, read that for me. Real quick. Yeah, no problem. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 16. Um, it says, Lest there be any fornicator or profane person as Esau, who for, for one morsel of meat sold his birthright. For ye know how that afterward, when he should have inherited the blessing, he was rejected. For he found no place of repentance, though he sought it carefully with with tears. So Esau was not given any re, any repentance, just like it just told us he gave repentance for Israel. Esau did not receive that repentance. So you so you believe that Esau Esau uh, and his descendants and his bloodline it was over for them. Well, I'm gonna read. One, I'm gonna go back to Isaiah. I'm gonna read okay. it for you. Okay. I'm because everything we say is coming straight from the scriptures. So I'm gonna read Obadiah uh, verse ten real quick, just to show you where why we don't hate, we don't disseparate ourselves from these other races or Esau or Edomites because uh, just because they're red or because they have this color, have no pigmentation or no melanin. We're not doing that because let me show you why. It's Obadiah. It's uh, verse ten. This is for thy violence against thy brother Jacob. Shame shall cover thee, and thou shalt be cut off forever. So this whole Obadiah is talking about Esau, and this because of what they did to us is why they gonna get what they gonna get. It has nothing to do with what they look like or what they. It's because of it's, it's because of what they did to us. The Most High has not for, for, forgotten what they have done to us. Has he, has he forgiven them? Has he forgiven them? No, he has. They just we just read that there's no repentance for Esau. Repentance means to you would, he would have to be able to repent, return, and be forgiven. There was no repentance given to them. Okay, none, tell, none whatsoever. So I tell you what, we're gonna take a commercial break. We're gonna come back with the pastor. I don't want I want to know what the pastor right. has to say. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Bring him on. Yeah, we gotta bring. Oh, okay, I love it. Real love, real talk, uncut with my boy and DJ Rome. We will be back a little bit. You too calm. This ain't really how prison where I'm from. Land of the free, home of the brave. And every now and then we 
really think that they all think I'm crazy. Sometimes I act like this guy is amazing. No matter what, y'all know that they got me. Bad to go crazy and no one can stop me. Now put your hands up in the air. Leave them up there. Ask if you can't sit your cares and all your affairs. Jesus the king and the throne and you are the heir. So there, it doesn't matter whatever I'm facing or what I am chasing. I still give them praise. If I holler, hallelujah. It's it to always see me in the blaze. Quiet, you too calm. This ain't really high prison where I'm from. Land of the free, home of the brave. And every now and then we like to go crazy. You too quiet, you too calm. This ain't really high prison where I'm from. Land of the free, home of the brave. And every now and then we like to go crazy. Love Real Talk Uncut with my boy, the Hebrew Israelite. Love it, love it. Uh, I got some things on my mind. Uh, I want to introduce uh, the pastor. But before hey, he hey. goes on, how you doing, pastor? I'm doing well. I'm doing well, my brother. Hey, we're going to have a good show. We're going to turn it up a little bit. Yeah, uh, One of the things I want to say is, uh, is my friend still on the line? Is he still there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. One of the things I want to I want to elaborate on is... Uh, I want to elaborate on this concept. Um, I hold in my hand the Living Bible. Uh, it has been burnt. It has been thrown away. It has been sold. It has been captured. But it's never, it's never been able to be abolished. No matter what and where you are, that word has lived on for over 2,000 years. A second statement I want to make is, and, and this is what's troubling me about certain concepts that, I've, that I'm hearing, and, uh, and I respect everybody's thought. But I know personally that this Bible is so full of truth. It's so full of love. And I remember uh, being, and I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I'm middle-aged, and that means I've had experiences with the Klan. Uh, my gra- grandmother was a Black Panther, a drug dealer, 
I've, I've, I've dealt with racist people. I've dealt with white men that love God. I, I've, I've dealt with white men that laid hands on me and had the anointing. I, I, I've, I've had Mexican men. And, 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 and we deal with the ethnicity. Here's my thing. All, I believe, then this is me, all of us come from that cradle of life, which is Africa. I know that because the Bible dictates that. And even though we might have branched off, we might have branched off. We branched off from Noah. We branched off from Abraham. We branched off from Jacob and Isaac. We branched off. But when I look at the Bible, the Word, and the Word made man, and he, and he breathed into him, into him. It didn't say into them. It said into him, and out of him was all made. And so I have a hard time believing that there's no repentance. Um, there's no repentance for unless God, you know, gives you that reprobate mind. Um, I want to throw it at Pastor, and what, what, what you thinking? Because I'm listening. I'm yeah, writing notes. Right, right. It's good stuff. Good okay, stuff. Good stuff. Hey, man, I just want to thank everybody for being on KCWG, the truth, the best internet radio on the planet. And uh, most of the people there are saying that, uh, you know, how do they get hooked on? Well, they can just dial 716-748-0319 uh, because all our lines are tied up with the callers. So we can't, you know, have any more callers on. But you can email your questions to contact at KCWG The Truth. That's contact at KCWGTheTruth.com. Uh, All right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good stuff. Good stuff. You know, there's so many questions that, that we can ask here, but, you know, so I'll just stick with repentance. Okay. Repentance. Uh, I remember in the New Testament, Peter said to uh, the men after Peter preached, they said, what shall we do? He said, repent and be baptized. Uh, in the name of uh, our Savior, so we're talking about repentance. I think we all are are have to repent uh, to be able to come into the kingdom. Is the is the white man subjected to that? Can can he repent? Absolutely. Well, what well, what about the scripture when he said that? Uh, the, uh, what you read that there was no repentance. What do you, what do you, what do you say to that? Well, once again, I, I think that we take things out of context. Okay. Now you just can't. From, from you got to remember, for every text, there's a context. Right. Okay. You can make the Bible say anything you want. I can make the Bible say that everybody should drive a Honda Accord, because in Acts four he said, "Let us be on one accord." So you know, what I'm saying so you can make the Bible say what it says. But I think even when I went back to Obadiah. And he took that one particular scripture, you know, and just read the one scripture. But if you read on, you will find out why he said what he said, you know. So I think that we, we don't, we just can't take one scripture out and make it say what it needs to say. Okay. Uh, comment. Ron. Oh, yeah. Context is, ve- context is important. Yes, sir. Context is important. And, uh. I definitely, I, I believe that the context I have is very real. When you go into verse 1 of Obadiah, it talks about Edom, Idumia. It goes in its in the specific. And then also, you know, we got to understand, everybody thinks that Christianity has taught us that God loves everybody. When he clearly said he hates Esau, when he clearly said he separates us from all the families of the, of the earth, and 
he never said in the scripture that he loved all men. You know what I'm saying? When you when you read the all men, the context that he goes into, Paul is talking about, and and, and the Most High is talking about Israel when he's talking all throughout the New Testament. Now what? Now now what? But where are you talking about? Where Paul? Paul wrote Paul wrote well, many I'm books. Saying, where? Well, anywhere. Romans, uh, Titus, Ephesians, where it says all men. You know, all men, all men. It's like this. If I sent a letter to your house saying, hey, brother, brother, pastor, I, don't, I forgot your name. I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, what's your name, brother? My name is Frank. Frank. Pastor Frank. Yes, sir. Frank. If I said Frank, if I send you a letter and say, hey, Frank, all, who, all who's that, all who, everybody in your household is, is invited or, or everybody, all of you guys are invited to my house. I'm talking to you and your family. I'm not referring to your next door neighbor. I'm not referring to everybody. So when Paul wrote his letters and different things we see through the scripture, this is all this is all scriptures for the Hebrew Israelites, the twelve tribes. These are all promises. The adoption of faith, Romans chapter nine says the adoption, the faith, the covenant and the kingdom is all for the seeds of Abraham. Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. It is not for everybody. You know, now I do believe that there will be other races in the kingdom with us, but they will be servants. It's gonna be reversed because right now this is the white man's heaven. Heaven, this is his heaven. He can, he don't have to worry about getting shot by the police when he get pulled pulled over. But the Negro does. Even the African don't have to worry about discrimination over here. You know, like we do. We the bottom of the barrel. So that's what I would have to say about that. So when 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 the scripture says Jacob I love, Esau I hated, did you when you look at the original Hebrew text, how would you break that down? And Pastor, how would you break that down? Let's go to you, Ron. How would you break that down? And You're Pastor, how would you break that down? exciting premium content oh, on KCWG. Simply exactly what it means. You know, content content you go to the word hate, it means reject. Or, you know, reject. It, it's, it's simply rejection. I, I love Jacob. I accept Jacob. And I reject Esau. You know what I'm saying? You are not my chosen seed. I'm but, giving it. This covenant only belongs to Jacob and his descendants. Nobody else. I'm establishing him to be the, uh, the God's lowercase g. Or when I use the word God, I mean as power or judges or authorities of the earth, you know, which will be the 144,000. That, that that's going to be the judges or the powers or authorities of the of the whole universe once again, as it was supposed to be. Pastor, wow, man, we jumping around all over the Bible, man. It's like, you know, let's. You know, I think you have to stick with one point here instead of jumping so much, okay? Because I, when you when you jumped over to Romans the ninth chapter, that particular chapter uh, was was directly talking to the nation of Israel, okay? So so when you talk about that, yep, exactly talking to the nation of Israel, um, because when you look at Romans eight chapter. Okay, it tells us, therefore, there is no condemnation to them that walk uh, after the Spirit. And so God tells us that we are adopted and we can call him Abba Father in Romans 8. Then chapter 9, he begins to talk to, 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 to Israel. And that talks all the way up to chapter 10. Okay, and then it tells you how to be saved in Romans 10, 9. Therefore, that if you confess with your mouth and, and believe in your heart. Okay, then, then chapter 11 explains. Then chapter 12, 
Paul begins to tell us, he said, brethren, I beseech you by the mercy of God that you present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, which is your reasonable service. So we have to, once again, understand what the context of the message is before we jumped out, before you just jump all over the Bible and, and do those things. But, but one of the things I just want to go back to when you talked about Esau, now, didn't, wasn't Esau Jacob's brother? Yes, that was his brother. They came okay. out from the same womb. They came out of the same womb, okay. Now, was, was, was Esau tricked by Jacob? Uh, no, Esau was not tricked by Jacob. Esau was not tricked by Jacob. You know who was tricked by Jacob was Isaac, their father. Okay, okay, I, I agree with that. But, but it was Esau who, who ended up not getting the birthright. Correct, because he sold it to Jacob Absolutely. for a pot of lentils. Absolutely, absolutely. And then he tried to get it back. Absolutely, after it was already done. Okay, and now I think that that comes into what God said. You know, Esau have I rejected, and Jacob have I loved, because because even in the wound, okay, they were twins, correct? Correct. Well, okay. Yeah. They were they were twins. They were first. <laughs> okay. Okay. Then then in the in the wound it says that the 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 the, the uh, older will serve the younger. Right. Okay, so Jacob was the younger. Right. Okay, and Esau was the older. Correct. Okay, so God had already prophesied even before they got here. Correct. All right. And so 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 when 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 Esau okay went out to, to hunt to be able to get the porridge and make the stew for his dad, who was dying and his eyesight was going. Now Jacob and his mama put this uh, scheme together to trip to trick the daddy is that right correct all right all right and so and so once the son once esau came back uh home he had already found out that that uh uh that his brother jacob had already got the birthright is right. that, is that is oh, oh oh i hear what you're saying okay yeah he got back and seeing that his brother had got the birthright, correct? Right, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, and then that's why his mama sent him to live with his with his with her brother Lehman. Right, right, yeah, yeah, Laban, right. Okay, all right. I just want to make sure I was on the we had the right story. Right, no, I'm, <laughs> you know? no, we on the right story. Oh, okay, okay, all right, because uh, I learned that one in Sunday school. You know, yeah, we, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. I learned that, I learned it in Sunday school too, but this is the part where you might have forgot. Okay, is uh when you, when you go to Genesis twenty five and twenty, uh, excuse me, let me go down to verse twenty two. Uh, um, I'll go to twenty one. It says, and, "And Isaac entreated the Most High of the Lord for his wife, because she was barren, and the Lord was entreated of him, and Rebekah his wife had uh, conceived." And, and the children struggled together in her, and she said, If it be so, why am I thus? And she went to inquire of the Lord. So Rebecca prayed and asked the Most High. She said, Why am I having all this great pain right. and struggle with these two twins in my stomach? Verse 23, And the Lord said unto her, Two nations. Right. Now that's a separation right, right. there. Absolutely. Two nations are in thy womb. Two nations of people. And two manners of people. Two different manners of people. I didn't say it doesn't say matter, but it's been, you know I'm putting two manners of people shall be separated right. from the bowels. So that's a that's that's that was prophesied 
that was already prophes that was prophesied before she even conceived that there was two nations and there was two different manners of people. One that was diff one that was this way, and one that was totally the opposite. Okay, and now, and now, one but, people shall be stronger than the other people. Okay, now I don't. If that's not a if God's not choosing one person over another, if that's not racism and separation, I don't know what is. And this is one stronger than the other. This is why we jump higher than them. This is why we run faster than them. Um, and so on to sing better than them, and so on and so on. We're the entertainers of the world. They Anything we do, the whole earth wants to follow and copy. Everybody wants to be a rapper. Uh, everybody wants to sag their pants, wear blue, wear red, be a gangbanger because they see us doing it. And the elder shall serve the younger. And when the days of her delivery fulfilled before, there were two twins in her womb, and the first came out red off. So this, there we go. That's the separation right there. It the never said that they was going to be together. But 25 says the, the first came out was red, and his whole body was like a hairy garment. Correct. So they named him. Man, I don't know what is. They say, okay, man, it's just a red baby, man. So easy, so easy a caveman can do it. Geico. You see the Geico commercial? Hey, man. Hey, man. You know. Don't make me laugh. Don't do that. 26, do that. it said that this, his brother, <laughs> he said that this, his brother came out uh, with his hand grasping Esau's heel. So he, he, right. so he was named Jacob. Esau was 66 years old uh, when Rebecca gave birth to them. Okay, and and so yeah, it was. But I don't know what the question is. The question is saying that God is God is racist. Let's find out. Let's go. Let's get enough. Because once again, you told me I'm jumping from all the Bible. Now we do know real quick. We do know Isaiah 28 and 10 says precept upon precept. Here a little, there a little. Absolutely. Here a little, there a little. By every, that's how we get our understanding of these scriptures. So I'm actually doing, see, the pastors don't want you to jump all around. They want you to stay in one area. But the scripture tells us how to get understanding. We must go from precept to precept, line upon right. line. So, yes, and what we must realize, too, the whole New Testament, before it was even written, they had to be referring to the Old Testament. This is where Paul and everybody got their information from. They have their understanding of what was to come through the Old Testament prophecies of all the prophets that was before them. So, but real quick, I'm just going to read this one scripture as well, Deuteronomy 32 and 8. Because, Pastor, I'm going to tell you, uh, Frank, this was a shocker to me when I seen it as well. I said the same thing. I said, wait a minute, God is racist? The same loving God I've been taught about with flowers and doves flying everywhere in church and everybody skipping, holding hands, and Michael Jackson singing, We Are the World. I thought, oh man, this can God be a racist? Can well, he that's be a not warrior? A, that's, that's not a can church be, song. Could, that's could not a God that's not a, a worship killer? song. That's a Pepsi commercial song. <laughs> well, that's how everybody in. But see, that is the that's a, that's not a church song, but that's how the church sees sees God. That's exactly how church. Sees no, God. no, no, because no. That's how church. That's we, how we all we even though he's a loving God, but he's also a, a God of justice, and he also is a God of fury, and he's also right. a, a God. You know what I'm saying? That that he ain't all just loving. That you're absolutely now. One thing I do agree with you on that because that's what the church teach, and that's why we have right. so many issues with trusting people. You have a trust factor because we think that we should trust everybody, but I don't think God tell you to trust everybody. But but you know, go ahead and make your your, your 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 point. I'm sorry. 
No problem. No problem. I'm, I'm going to go to uh, Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 7 real quick. It's All right. 2, verse 7 and 8. It says, remember the days of old, right? So we're supposed to learn our history. Right. Consider the years of many generations, not just one or two, but many generations, not just slave ships, but let's go back before slave ships. Ask thy fathers, and he will show thee, the elders, and they will tell thee, all the all the prophets and everything that we read. Isaiah, those are all our elders, our, 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 our fathers. Verse 8, it says, when the Most High divided the nations, their inheritance, when he was separated the sons of Adam, he set the bounds of the people according to what? according to the number of the children of Israel. It is very clear that God, yes, he is a racist. Just like you are racist, you have a favorite color shoe, a favorite color or whatever. God is the same way, but with people. All right. Pastor, what's your thoughts on that? That's kind of deep. Well, I, one of the things, you know, if you look at total doctrine in certain ways, it, it, it you look at does God choose? Okay, instead of saying he's racist, I think God chooses. Of course, God chooses. Okay, and so chooses. so he like he said, I have chose uh, Esau, you know, and loved Jacob. So I I think that, that yeah he can choose. He chose to come down in Genesis chapter eleven and 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 confuse the languages of the people who were building the Tower of Babel, Babel. Um, so I, I, I don't have any problem with this. But didn't he say, I'll give mercy who I give mercy upon? Absolutely. Who, and grace who I give grace Absolutely. upon? Absolutely. Did he not just say that uh, I, he blesses the just as well as the unjust? Absolutely. And does he not say that, you know, you have to be raised up with the, with the, with the, with the wheat and the tares? Right. He said, let the wheat and, and the, the tares, tares grow, grow together. together. Grow together. And when I come. Right. When I come, right. <laughs> I'll separate them. And I'll separate them. What right. would you say about that, Ron? Because I look at the people of God as the weak, and I look at those people that don't love God, that are not his, as the tares. Thoughts? Okay, I hear what you're saying. But see, my, what, is the Bible, who, what, how, what does the Bible say the people of God are? Okay, you know what ahead. I'm saying? The Bible said, once again, I just told you, he said he separated all the people of the faces of Adam. Now, this is not going, this is going before Jacob, Abraham. This is all the way back to Adam. This is saying the same seed of Adam was passed down all the way through uh, Peleg, through Enoch, through Jared, through Noah. So what's going to happen to these people? If they're separated, then who are they? What's going to happen to them, and what is their purpose, based on what you're saying? Okay, uh, I'm gonna have my brother Jonathan. He wants he wants to read uh, Revelations 13 and 18 for you. Okay. Look, Revelations chapter uh, 13, verse 9 and 10. What's gonna happen to these other nations? It says here, uh, Revelations chapter 13, verse 9. If any man have an ear, let him hear. He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. Meaning, you brought some people into slavery, you are gonna go into slavery. He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and the faith. The patience and the faith of the saints. So this is what's going to be, uh, behold, the fate of all these other nations. Slavery is going to be their, uh, is going to be what's, what's going to happen to them. That's how, that's the only way they're going to be able to walk into the kingdom. It's going to be the children of Israel at the high status, at the high, you know, the royalty status, and these other nations are going to be beneath us as slaves. Now, when you say nations, are you breaking down ethnicities and culture and bloodline? Because... 
when you when you define nations, how are you defining the people here as a as a nation of the United States and the different ethnicities and bloodlines? Because as when I last looked, what does what nobody pure, what nobody a pure blood. What do you, what's your thoughts on that? No, no one's pure. There's there's always been even since slavery. You're a, listening to exciting a, premium a divide content on in who was who and what was what. When they say, "Hey, you're one eighth black, you black," when we know that it all started from Africa. What's your thoughts on that? Oh, uh, that's a good question. Um, we refer usually to uh, Numbers chapter one, verse eighteen, where it talks about a uh, says, and they assembled all the congregation together the first day of the second month, and they declared their pedigrees after their families by the house of their fathers. And also, when you read too further into the uh, what is known as the Apocrypha, the books that were moved by the Catholic Church, um, in the book of Tobit, uh, his father Tobias tells him to go to his his own tribe and to take a, to uh, to wife a daughter of the um, from from the tribe of his fathers, meaning from what from man to man to man. You know, what I'm saying down down on through the same bloodline through the genealogy of the man. And uh, to answer the uh, the nationality question. Yeah, I understand, you know, everybody in here or everybody that lives in the United States could be what considered an American citizen. You know, uh, the black man, the so-called white man. Can I, can I get man. deeper? Can I, can I throw an insert? Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Go ahead. When I look at America, I don't see, beyond, this is just my thought, I don't see white, mm-hmm. I don't see black, I don't see yellow. Honestly, uh, a lot of people get offended, what I'm about to say. Uh, when I look at America... I really believe everybody has an African bloodline. I really believe that everybody comes from the origins of Adam, so uh, it, which is Africa. You can't get a primary color and say, uh, or let's say secondary color and get a primary color. You can't do that. You can't get take a white color and get it get it black. You can't do it. It's impossible. But you can take a black color and you can divide it and break it down into white and brown and red and yellow. So with that being said, when I do look at a Caucasian, I look at him as my brother because, really, you can't get a white from white. You can't do it. It's impossible. What's your thoughts? Um, See, this is the problem with America. America has us decide a nationality through color. Never. Now, it does talk about Esau coming out red and hairy. But when we're dealing with nationality here, we're not dealing with per se color because we know in, as a Negroes, there are albinos with no pigmentation. Okay. Now, that would be considered my brother as well. But it comes down to it's not about color. See, the man named, uh, a devil named Johann Blumenbeck in, in the 1800s separated nationality based on color. And I got that information for you in a book called Babylon and Timbuktu that I could pull out, but... He separated him and another man, I forgot his name, another European man, and they separated nationality based on This is where we get the terms white and black okay. and yellow and red and all this. This is what I'm – that, before that, it was who, – who are you? You even see it in the old school movies. Who are you? My name is so-and-so from the land of my forefathers or so-and-so. Like, it's all about your forefathers. So, 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 so let me break this. Let me throw a wrench. If it really, really right. boiled down to it, and I say this at conferences and people really get upset, I ask everybody to, to raise their hand if they are from the white race or if they're from the black race or whatever race. And then I tell everybody there is no such thing as race. There is no such thing as race when you really break it down. 
there is only being a human being based on bloodline, not race. There, well, you, 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 you don't see race. Race doesn't even, I don't even know who came up with that. But when you break it down by bloodline, that's how you break it down. You break it down by bloodline and you break it down by inheritance. Am I right or wrong? Oh, you are definitely, you're definitely correct. But all I'm doing is when I, when I use the word race, that's what I'm talking about. Bloodline and inheritance. Seed of your father, sperm of your fathers. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. I, I use the word race just to, uh, you know, kind of dumb it down a little bit. But that you are, you are 100 correct. That's, so would that's you, what we're talking about? Would here. you also throw another wrench in there? Say that by your interpretation, you really feel you're correct. But by the interpretation that I'm talking about, because we had you and I have had some things where I would go. You mean to tell me that this this God we serve is so powerful? Would you admit that he's powerful? Oh, the the most powerful. Nobody you, power more powerful. Would would you agree that he is the ultimate person in his image? That the simple fact that he can change minds, he can change cultures, he can change anything. And you mean to tell me that he can't change a destiny of people? Now I understand about prophecy. But it's hard for me to believe that he's not a God that can't that can't love everybody. You got quiet. Are you there? Oh. Yeah. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you now. Okay, I don't know what happened. I'm sorry. Well, um, I'm, I'm gonna leave well, it. We're gonna have to have you come back. I know we got a few seconds to go, but we're gonna have to have you come back, man. We're gonna have to come here. We're gonna have to chop it up because we uh, we're not done. We're not done. No so problem. We, Okay, and, and I tell you what, I appreciate you both here. I appreciate the pastor coming on also. This is a definitely a discussion that a lot of people want to hear. Uh, We're going to go and uh, sign off, but I want to listen the listeners out there that don't get offended, don't get mad. We're talking about controversial issues, religion, life, and you want to hear it here on Real Love, Real Talk Uncut. You listen to KCWGTheTruth.com. We out. One love. Peace. Hey, baby. Yeah, date night. Yeah, we're going out tonight. Yeah, I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. I'll be on time. Alright, love you. You just listened to an exclusive KCWGTheTruth.com program on our subscription premium content channel. Thank you again for your support of KCWGTheTruth.com, the best internet radio on the planet.